Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with Joe Franklin and Wes Moore on 1037 The Buzz. Uh, I would say more than a point of emphasis, it was a mandate, you know, to score in what we call zone one. You know, if you settled for threes tonight, you probably were going to come out and not go back in. We did not want to take a lot of three-point shots tonight. You know, this this Razorback basketball team for the last 80 minutes of play has played really good basketball. Tonight's 40 minutes, we played very well against Kentucky, lost a game. They get, they got loose on some threes, and, 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 you know, last four minutes of that game, not good tonight. Uh, to go on the road and lead for 37 minutes is really, really hard to do. Really proud of us offensively scoring 47 and 44 in the two halves. I thought we did a phenomenal job sharing the basketball. Defensive activity is where it needs to be with 10 steals. This this group tonight played like teams of, of the past, creating steals, jumping in passing lanes, sharing the basketball. Super proud of, of, of the 40-minute effort tonight. All right, Musselman says they played 80 good minutes. The last two games need to make it 120 minutes against LSU. Hello, everybody. I'm Wes Moore. Joe Franklin, it is out of bounds. That's the big thing this weekend. It is a weird weekend, I got to say. You got Arkansas, LSU, Saturday morning at 11, and then after that, uh, my weekend's kind of open. Got the post-game show. We'll be doing it walk-ons. Then, honestly, Joe, after that, I do not know what I'm going to do. There'll be some college basketball, other college basketball games to watch, some um, some ranked teams going head-to-head, so those will be interesting. But found it really interesting there with Coach Musk talking about playing well over the past couple of games, but he did address the fact that the last few minutes, the last four minutes yeah. of the game, that they didn't play so well. So that was a message to the team through the media. Yeah, I would have said you played 38 good minutes against Kentucky because the last two minutes weren't good. Uh, But you did play 40 good minutes against uh, Missouri, so that's a trend. That's 78 minutes in the last two games. They've played good basketball, a lot better basketball than they had been playing. So maybe we'll see that trend continue against LSU. You're going to have to sell me on some of these other games going on this weekend. You're going to have to pique my interest and get me to watch because right now I'm – you know how bad it is? Because it's supposed to rain all weekend, right? And I still have some trees outside that have Christmas lights on it. Thankfully, you can't really see the light, so it's not like people are going, God, what's he doing? There's lights still up out there. Um, but i got to take them down, but it's going to be raining, so I'm not going to get out there and get in the slosh and the mud. Um, so don't don't worry about that then. Uh-uh. So I'm honestly, I'm thinking about start preparing my taxes. That's what I'm, th- that's what I'm down to because there's – not a whole lot that has my interest uh, besides the Razorback game. There's no need to wait to the last minute on the taxes anyway, so it is a great time. But Houston and Kansas, that's going to be a big-time uh, matchup. Yeah. It's a conference matchup, and it's going to be at Kansas. Houston has seemed to be playing better ball overall than yeah. Kansas, but it's at Kansas. This is one of the games that we're going to pick for our picks that come up in the next hour. But, yeah, there are some intriguing basketball games. Duke at UNC, that's another one. Classic matchup that happens a couple of times a year, and then they sometimes match up in the conference tournament, and that's always a big-time game. In the SEC, there are a couple of them. Auburn, they've been taking a slide here lately. They go to take on Ole Miss. We know how tough Ole Miss has been, especially at home. So that's going to be one to look out for. And then when you look at NBA, Lakers at Knicks. Last night, Lakers played the Celtics, and we referenced it yesterday, Mm -hmm. according to Beth Saracen, the Celtics were a 14.5-point favorite because LeBron and AD were both out. The Lakers went in there and beat the Knicks. Last night, without LeBron and AD. I mean, they went in and beat the Celtics without LeBron and AD, and they play the Knicks tomorrow. Sounds like the Celtics beat themselves. Forgot to play. Looked at the lineup and go, oh, no AD, no LeBron. Yeah, this is going to be easy. I'll take the night off on this one. We'll just coast by this game. But that happens when your best player or best couple of players may be out of the lineup sometimes where 
We talk about how guys get opportunities and they get a chance to get on the floor, get some extended minutes that they usually wouldn't get. And those guys, they came to play. They hit some threes. They uh, control the action for the most part during the game. And the Celtics never could get back. I uh, I uh, saw the final of that, and I thought about the discussion yesterday, and I was like, man, I should did a money line bet on the Lakers on Bet Saracen. I just checked my Bet Saracen app. Most of these games do not have lines out. Usually with college basketball, the night before the game, you'll start seeing these uh, these lines populated. They do have Arkansas already, though. Arkansas, LSU, and LSU. You want to take a guess? Arkansas, LSU, LSU four, maybe? LSU six and a half. Six and a half, okay. Six and a half, similar to the uh, Missouri line. I think it went off. Uh, Missouri was favored by five and a half at tip. Uh, so Arkansas, another underdog as they hit the road. We're going to have Matt Moscona on a little later. He, he joins us at the top of the next hour. Um, this game, and, and we'll let I'll ask Matt, but I just can't see a big turnout for the LSU Tigers. I don't think there's going to be that home court advantage. I think it'll be dead in there. So an opportunity, if Arkansas can bring the energy and create their own environment to where it won't be a big deal playing at the PMAC. PMAC is just a god-awful facility. It's probably... Maybe the worst in the SEC, one of the worst in the SEC. I uh, know they've done some renovations, some different things to it. But, I mean, when you look at how the SEC is invested in their arenas across the SEC, it is, it's, the, it's towards the bottom, if not the bottom facility when it comes to basketball. But it goes to what they care about. They don't care about basketball. It's football, baseball, and other things. But um, I think Arkansas has got an opportunity if they continue playing like they've been, if they build off what they've been doing, this is a winnable game to go out on the road and beat a team that they should beat, honestly. I mean, right now, Razorback fans' faith in the team, their expectations have been lowered because of what we saw during that stretch. But before the season started, this was a game that you – should win. You should go on the road and pick up a road win. Road wins are hard to get on the SEC, so you got to get them when you can. You got to get them against the lower tier teams. And that's what LSU is, honestly. Um, if they play like they played against Missouri, they'll win this game. So that's the biggest if. What what type of team are we going to see? Are we going to see them continue to play the way that they have mm-hmm. over the past couple of games? Or on the other side, LSU is is LSU a team? that is capable of controlling that home court, not necessarily the environment with the fans being there, but just the fact that they are at home and they're going to go through their familiar routines that they usually would. Are they good enough to control the action against Arkansas? And we've seen them do it in the past where same frame of mind, we're thinking, okay, this is a game that Arkansas should win. They should be able to go in there and and win it with no problem, but LSU at times has been a problem. LSU's surpassed expectations through seven games in the SEC. They play better than people expected. There wasn't a whole lot of thought about LSU basketball coming into the year, but they've added some transfers, and they're a better team for it. Now, one of the transfers is playing well, um, but I still think no matter their three and four record, this is a game. If Arkansas wants to do anything, you got to go down to Baton Rouge. I asked the, today's question of the day. I posted it um, on Twitter. I forgot to tell you. I, I got that done. Um, so are, you, you, you still, you're going to call it Twitter no matter what. It's Twitter to you. Oh, yeah, it's Twitter. <laughs> it's uh, Twitter.com. So it's not X.com. Yeah, but sometimes you got to go with the name change. Whenever somebody upgrades, in a sense, that's what I, there, there are some people, it's almost a split where it's like, they go with Twitter because that's what they've always known, and then some people spin it forward, and they say X. A lot of people in media, they have made that transition, and they say X. Yeah. They, they don't even say formally Twitter. They just say X. Do they uh, X something, or no. do they tweet something? No, post. It says post. They changed that a long time ago. No, when you're talking. Do you post something or post. tweet something? You post it. Oh. That, that, they changed that probably in the early stages before they even... Went to... Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they changed Yeah, it. they took it from re- retweet to repost. Mm-hmm. I see that, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, the, the, on Twitter, I posted, I tweeted, Arkansas has 10 games left in the SEC. They're 2-6 and six right now. I'll run through the 10 games. Uh, 
You can look it up, too, before you vote. Or you may already have your mind made up. How many SEC games will Arkansas win this season? Will it be seven or fewer, eight, nine, or ten or more? When you create a poll question on Twitter, you get four options. That's why I gave you those four options. Seven or fewer, eight, nine, or ten or more. Right now, I think, and I haven't seen any uh, of the early returns yet, I figure people are going to vote seven or fewer. That's just the way people are feeling about this team. Not too optimistic. If I I have not voted yet, I will probably vote seven or fewer. Sitting at two right now, five games left out of ten. They go five and five. This team goes five and five. Don't you consider that? Well, that's a lot better than they've been doing. Absolutely. 500 in the SEC? Yeah. That's seven wins. How would they get to eight? How could they even get to nine or ten? Here are the teams left. You got five games that I think they could realistically, you say, yeah, they can win that game. Five. Georgia at home next Saturday. They'll have a full week off. They don't have a midweek game next week. That's their bye next Tuesday or Wednesday. They'll play Georgia at home next Saturday. That's a winnable game. They got another home game with LSU besides this game tomorrow. So that's two games against the bottom feeder, LSU. Still got Missouri at home. You still got Vandy. Those are games you should win. Honestly, you really should win those games. I think Arkansas should win tomorrow. I think they should beat LSU when they come to Fayetteville. I think they should beat Georgia in the rematch with the whole week to prepare for Georgia. I think they should beat Vanderbilt and Missouri. That's five wins. So that's seven. That's probably where I go. Now, can they knock off Tennessee at home? Can they beat Alabama on the road? Can they beat Kentucky on the road? Mm. Mississippi State on the road. Mm. A&M on the road. Those are tough games. Four of those five games against the best teams in the SEC all on the road. You get Tennessee at home. Tennessee's very good. That's why I'm going with seven. This is hard to imagine the five games that are the games that they should win or the ones that are against what are considered lesser teams. It's just hard to imagine that they would go 5-0 and in those games. They haven't shown enough consistency to make you think. So I'm probably more of the mind, win four or five, four out of those five, and then get one upset. And that's your seven wins. Get a, maybe Tennessee at home. Who knows? Maybe they've gone to Kentucky and won before. They played Kentucky really well the other night. Maybe they finished the job this time. Mississippi State. Maybe they can go and pull off the upset in Starkville. It's hard for me to go out on that limb and say that they're going to get all five of the games they win and go on the road and, and, and get Tennessee at home and win maybe seven out of ten. That's I, inside of my mind. I can't even fathom that right now from what I've seen out of the team. But the reason I ask this today, I want to have a gauge. Because what if they do beat LSU tomorrow, have the week off, beat Georgia? All of a sudden, I think the optimism, the hope returns for this team. And fans may change their mind a little bit. And we can re-ask it a little bit later down the road. If that happens, big if, this team may be turning things around like they've done in the past. Haven't seen enough yet to say that this is the start of it. But it could be. It it really could be if they take care of business tomorrow. And especially if they play the way that they played the style. Not necessarily look the way that they've looked, but if they play the style that they played in these most recent games and they have guys like Makai Mitchell that are getting more time on the floor and contributing in a big way, that's only something that he can build on. Over the last two games, he had double-doubles. And then Jalen Graham, what he's brought to the table. So you have a couple of players that are playing some really good ball, and even Keon Menefield and playing that point guard role and what he's brought. If they continue to play that way, then it becomes a trend. If you get a win to go along with it and they continue to play that same way, of course people would uh, think everything is looking up at that point because it's looking a lot better than it has before. Over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 225, this guy says, I live in Baton Rouge. I looked online yesterday at tickets for Arkansas LSU. Two bucks a piece. Okay, well, it should pack it out then if, <laughs> if that's the case. No, they're two bucks a piece because nobody wants them. Well, in, in the fact that they came down, then now it's time to pack it out because like you were talking about, you're going to look for something to do, and maybe it is different in that area. Maybe they have other things going on. 
But if you're looking for something to do, you can't beat going to a, a ball game for $2. Supply and demand. There's no demand. <laughs> so that supply goes up and the, the ticket prices come down. And then maybe you have a, a company that goes in and they buy a bunch of tickets and they start giving them away. Now, if they do that and they can't draw anybody in, then that's a big-time problem. That's a problem. You can't give them away. <laughs> You're like, All right, I'll take it. Don't use them. We saw that for football games. <laughs> you know, it went, it went from, uh, you know, a hard ticket to get, people trying to buy tickets in advance to towards the end, giving those tickets away and couldn't find anybody that wanted to go and drive up there. Well, the difference is you're still not too deep into the season where you have so many games left. And uh, with football, is different because you're only playing so many games. And then when you get towards the end of the season, and especially the opponents that you're playing, when you play at the end of the season against some of those non-conference opponents, people aren't wanting to show up for that because they feel like that's an easy win. And then, once again, if it's not, that that's a problem. And then they don't want to go. It's not even about them going to see the Razorbacks at that time. It is more about the opponent that's in the stadium. Cole in Poen has a uh, question for us, a follow-up to our question of the day. He wants to know if they did something like win out eight, 8 out of 10 down the stretch, would that be en- enough to get them into the big dance? Yeah, it would. That would They would finish with 10 SEC wins. And if they won 8 of these final 10, like you're saying, Cole, that means they're having to beat teams like Tennessee, Alabama, Kentucky, Mississippi State, or an A&M. Those would be quality wins. You would have at least three of those quality wins to go with you know, some of your other previous wins. So that would be enough to get them into the SEC tournament or into the NCAA tournament. We'll see if it happens like that. Now, with the choices there, seven or fewer, eight, nine, and then ten or more. So the last choice there, ten or more, we're looking at them winning out and then possibly winning some games in the SEC tournament. Now, if they, if they did happen to do that, if they happen to win out, of course, at that time, everything changes, and you are thinking that they look so much better for the SEC tournament. So that's where that last choice comes in. But, you know, 10, just winning out, I don't know if a lot of people see that right now. No. Has anybody voted for that yet? I would be surprised, unless they're just jacking with our poll. JK has a question for us. Wes, Joe, do you guys, are you guys surprised with all the preseason hype, with all the talent coming in, about how unpredictable this team has been this season? Uh, it, it is surprising, but here, here's something that is a problem also. Every year, you know that there's going to be turnover in the roster. But every year, it's put out there that this is going to be the most talented team that Muss has had since he's been there. Every year, it can't be the most talented team that he's had in place since he's been there. Every year, they're not going to continue to improve, and that was something coming into the season. It was put out there. It's going to be the most talent that Muss has had. It's going to be the most talented basketball team. And the way they've struggled, now it looks that much worse because – it was implied that this was going to be the best team that he's had since he's been on campus. And it hasn't looked that way at all. Yeah, I'm very surprised. Uh, especially the way they, they performed early in the season. The offense that, that we saw, the shooting that we saw. I, I remember saying, hey, at least shooting's not going to be a problem this year. It looked like defensively they hadn't grasped some of the concepts, some of the things that he likes. But I was like, well, they may just outscore everybody because they got some shooters. They got some guys that can put the ball in the hole. And then all of a sudden that disappeared, and there was no offense and there was no defense. So, yeah, I've been surprised with I mean, I go back to even the Bahamas. I know they lost those games, two of the three, but they played some quality teams, Memphis, North Carolina. They played them well. And you saw this team, you know, going toe-to-toe with some of the best, better teams in the country. And so I, I felt good about this team. I did not see what we've seen so far in the SEC coming. That's also something that's been a trend. Every year it's been said that this team's going to be a better shooting team. Now, it's thought like that simply because it's almost a thought of how can the team be worse at shooting. So with the the talent that's coming in, you're always thinking this is going to be a better shooting team, and that's something that's been a trend over the past three seasons or so. And uh, a lot of times we're getting a, a 
same type of return where it looks really similar to what was there before. Already 75 people have voted on the question of the day, and I just put it up. Seven or fewer. That is the majority. 78%, 79% when you round up, believe it's going to be seven or fewer. There are some out there still holding on. think they, they could win 10 or more. Either that or they're just messing with us. About <laughs> 7% of the people. So that would be about, what would that be? 75, about eight people have voted. Wow. Yeah. Now, that probably six, is more surprising. Six. Yeah, that, they that they're talking 10 or, 10 or more. more. Yeah, you'll, you'd have to sell me on that one. Um I say you really think they've turned the corner and they're about to just go lights out like in years past. They'd have to put together a six-game, seven-game winning streak for that to happen. It's hard to say that after the one win that they had against Missouri. Now, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you said, with uh, LSU, if you continue that same way and you happen to win that game, now you shift more people over to the optimistic side to say, okay, they're working here now. They have something really good going. But after one win, it's it's hard to go there. One more uh, or two more from the Southern Structural Solutions text line from the uh, 501. Who is this? Oh, Joe. Joe says, Wes, uh, hearing Wes talk about the Hogs winning makes me wonder if the Buzz does drug testing. <laughs> well, uh, the answer to that would be no. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to LSU. They're not going to Tennessee. They're not going to a Kentucky they're not going to one of the top teams in the SEC tomorrow. They're going to LSU. LSU's not very good. I know you could then turn around and say, well, Arkansas's not very good. True. True. But I do believe this is a game that they should win. I'm not predicting them to win. I'm not going on Bet Saracen and taking the points in Arkansas, even though it's six and a half, because this team is unpredictable. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. I honestly don't. There are times when I, have a, I feel like I have a good feel, and I'll put a little money on it. But not tomorrow. I still don't have any clue what this team is going to do. Same thing as I said before the Missouri game and I said before the Kentucky game. I wouldn't be surprised if Arkansas lost by 10 to LSU. I wouldn't be surprised if they went down there and won by double digits. I have no clue, no feel for this team right now. All I know is, like Musselman said to start the show, last, in my opinion, 78 minutes. He said last 80 minutes. This team's played well. Also, if you are feeling good about Arkansas and you go on a bet, Saracen, money line, they're plus 230. So, and, and then LSU, on the other hand, they're minus 275. <laughs> so the, the play there is Arkansas, especially if you're feeling good about them. Also on the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, someone suggested I go down to Oakland in Hot Springs. Big race weekend tomorrow. Well, we're going to go down there when we come back. Mark the Magician will join us. Got races today, the Southwest Stakes tomorrow. Big race day. Talk a little horse racing when we come back. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This is SportsCenter. In college basketball last night, Nebraska pulled off the upset, beating sixth-ranked Wisconsin 80-72 in overtime. They were led by C.J. Wilcher, who had 22 points off the bench. Tomorrow in college basketball, Little Rock will try to bounce back from their loss to Southern Illinois Edwardsville when they take on Eastern Illinois at 3.30. TV coverage will be on ESPN+. Plus. Radio coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And the Arkansas Razorbacks will try to string two wins in a row together for the first time in conference play as they travel to Baton Rouge to take on LSU. Tip for that game is set for 11 a.m. TV coverage will be on ESPN2. Radio coverage will be on The Buzz. Stay tuned after the game for the Guatney Automotive Post Game Show. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Is your Oaklawn thoroughbred racing action so close you can feel it? Or is it the view from your trackside luxury suite? However you like it, racing season is off and running at Oaklawn with live races every weekend through May 4th. It's fun by the furlong all season long. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse presents Match Game on Morning Mayhem. Listen for your chance to play their version of the classic TV game show. Brought to you by Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters for over 30 years. Call 501-568-0040 today or click online at arkansastruck.com. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See Agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Bo Beavis in Cabot, or Daniel Vickers in Sherwood. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. If you lose your pet in Little Rock, do you know where to look? Our city shelter to the Little Rock Animal Village houses over 200 animals, so they can't sell you over the phone if your pet is there. Please go in person to 4500 Kramer off South University next to First Tee. Strays are available for adoption after seven days, so when you're looking to adopt, please visit the Animal Village. You'll meet all ages, breeds, and sizes, and many are already trained. Just a $90 adoption fee covers shots, neuter, and microchip at Little Rock Animal Village. Do you need rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 8-888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving Arkansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. 1037 The Buzz is home for Razorback basketball. Be sure to stick around after the game for the Guatney Chevrolet Guatney Buick GMC postgame show with Wes Moore and Josh Neighbors, live from Walk On to Little Rock, presented in part by Ortho, Arkansas, and First Security Bank. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. It's time for Mark the Magician, Out of Bounds Horse Racing Handicapper. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. So won't you please take me home? <laughs> take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. He's smelling it. It's a big weekend, and Mark is joining us now. Mark the Magician, can't wait for the weekend and the big Southwest Stakes. What's going on? What's going on, Wes Moore and Freaky Joe Franklin? It's a big weekend here at Oakland Park, the Southwest Stakes tomorrow, 12 race cards. And I'm sure you've already mentioned, Wes, they're going to start at 11.30 in the morning, a.m. in the morning, 11.30, first race with a 12 race card going all the way until about 5.30 or 6 tomorrow evening. So a big weekend at, Oak, at the racetrack here and a, a great day to be playing in Hot Springs. Wes? How often have they had a 12-race card? Usually on 
Arkansas Derby Day, and that's about it. Arkansas Derby Day and Rebel Day, I believe, are the only two that I've ever seen a 12-race card. But you got four stakes races tomorrow, and every race tomorrow, the first is well over a hundred grand, except for one race. And I think that's a starter allowance that's forty or fifty thousand. But everything else over a hundred grand, all the way up to the eight hundred thousand dollars Southwest stakes tomorrow. And these are a preview of the Kentucky Derby horses, you know, that are coming up to run in the Rebel and the Arkansas Derby, and hopefully several of them will make it all the way to the Kentucky Derby in the first Saturday in May. Well. Well, Mark, how, how deep are we into the card today, and what's it look like so far? So far, we're in the third race. We just ran the third race at uh, race number two at the winner on top. Big bomb in the first race today, five fours for Ron Moquet. I believe it was around 24 or 25 to 1. And did get the 10 horse in the last race, and asked you some horse that was 7 to 2 in the morning line, went off at 9 to 1. So a nice overlay there if you're playing my pick fours and pick threes today at the track. Mark, how's the track look? It looks good. I was kind of worried after it being so terrible, you know, the last two weeks of the rain and the snow and the freezing and everything else that went on. That's what happened on Saturday. I ran my horse on Saturday forever cool, and he had never run in the slough ever in his life out of 10 races, and he just didn't like those bullets coming back in his face and get those dirt clots shooting back in the face. Some horses just don't like that, and he definitely didn't like that. He got claimed by Danny Ray Caldwell, so Danny Caldwell's got that one. Forever Cool goes to him for 30000 So I'm shopping around for another horse now, and hopefully I'll have one in the next week or two. So what was that experience like then, Mark? Uh, you've been around horse racing all, you know, for a, a, a majority of your life, and uh, just getting into actually having a horse and going through that process of racing, what was that whole experience like? Yeah, 45 years I've been coming to Oakland Park and, you know, t- known a lot of owners, you know, thousands of owners, known the trainers, the jockeys for years, but never actually laid the money down and bought a race for it. So got a little group together, four of us went in, split a four-way split and got a horse and got him in our first race, you know, and got his old taste of it, what it's like, and he was just in a bad spot on a bad day and the longer you wait, you know, those training bills add up if you wait and wait and wait. So every week you're spending between $700,000 for every horse you have. So if a guy has five horses in his stable, he's spending, you know, $500 a day approximately on those horses. So it gets expensive. They need to get out there and work and run. It's like somebody sitting at home with no job. If you're sitting home with no job, you're not bringing home any money. You're not paying the bills. And same thing with a horse sitting in the barn. Mark, before we get to uh, some of your picks for today, what do you think of the Southwest? How's it shaping up? I like it. I haven't made my solid uh, picks for that race yet, but I know there's a horse in there. They flip over to that page. There's a horse that I've really been looking at. It's called Liberal Arts. Liberal Arts for Medina. He's a trainer that hasn't won any races here at Oakland yet, at the track yet, but Christian Torres rides for Medina in race number 11 tomorrow, the Southwest Stakes. He's 8-1 to one on the morning line. Everybody's going to be looking strong at Carbone. That's the Santana horse, but this horse has not has done anything like this tomorrow, but Liberal Arts has already done very well, and I believe he's already won a stakes race, but Liberal Arts is going to be one of my top choices tomorrow. Windstock is the Baffert horse. You know, Bob mm-hmm. Baffert decided... Heck, I'm just, if they're not going to let me in the Kentucky Derby, he got banned the first, uh, a year ago, they wouldn't let him run in the Kentucky Derby, and they said, okay, after one year suspension, we'll let you back in. Well, guess what? After that year suspension, they said, well, we've decided we're going to extend your suspension a little bit longer and make it a two-year suspension. So he talked to all of his owners and said, hey, we'll run in the prep races, and they're not going to let us in the Kentucky Derby. His owners agreed. They're going to keep all the horses with Baffert. He could have transferred those horses to another trainer and got them in the Kentucky Derby, but they're sticking to their guns, and you won't see any Bob Baffert horses in the Kentucky Derby, but they will be on the Derby Trail. And my opinion is I hope he takes all the points away from the other horses and and wins these prep races because the best horses will not be in the Kentucky Derby this year. It'll be second rate because... You had not got the best trainer with the best horses in there. You've got second-rate horses, and that's what we're going to have this year in the Kentucky Derby. Still be a great race, a great betting race, but if all the contenders aren't there, 
and they do that when you're good. You know, people are already trying to beat you down. You know, whether you're a quarterback or you're a baseball player or you're a radio host, you're, you're at the top of your list. They're going to beat you down and beat you down and try to keep you out because they're scared of you. Same in politics. You know, we got that going on in politics. Now you got somebody that's supposedly good and they beat them down. So when you're good, they're always coming at you. You've always got that bullseye on your back. But I do like the Southwest Smarts to be a great wagering race, and it's going to be a full field of 12, and it's going to be muddy, it looks like. It's going to be another muddy track, so that could throw in to uh, the payoffs also tomorrow. So you're saying uh, they have Bob Baffert in a position where he's basically playing spoiler at this point, and that's what he should go after. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got good horses. It's an $800,000 race, so the winner gets what at four hundred eighty grand, I believe it is eight hundred six forty. Yeah, four hundred eighty thousand. Go ahead and let his owners keep earning this money. They can't get in one race. They can still run in the Preakness, can still run in the Belmont. They just can't run in the Kentucky Derby because of the owners of CDI, which owns Kentucky Derby, which owns uh, Churchill Downs and several other tracks across the country. Uh, old guy that used the Stronics on the, those tracks, and now I believe the. The father is out now, and the daughter is taking control, and she just got a vendetta against Baffert. Other other trainers have done just as bad as what he's done. They just found a little substance in a horse, I and mean, that happens at all tracks. It's happened at Oakland. It's happened at, at Remington. It's happened all across the country, Santa Anita. You see it all the time, and they're just going to hmm. make an example of Bob Baffert and uh, not going to penalize anybody else. They're just penalizing him, so... We'll just see how that plays out in the long run because it's, it's not good for racing. Everybody needs to get along and, and get it out there, get it on the field, and let everybody play fair against each other. It's like referees running some of these basketball games and these football games. You know, they, they can control the game if they want to, and they can control the point spreads and control who's in it and control how much they score, and they can do that in horse racing also by keeping you out of the race. If you're not in it, you can't win it. Mark, I need to uh, build up my account before tomorrow. You got a winner for today? I believe we got three good ones I can go ahead and give you right now. I'm going to go ahead and hammer this horse in race number four. Robertino Diodoro trains it. Number 10, Tiff with Jimmy. Number 10, Tiff with Jimmy. You're playing exactas and tries here, 10-1-8 and 10-1-6, but I really like the 10 horse. Good win and place wager on Tiff with Jimmy. Another horse that I really like today is in the feature race. Race nine, number nine. Race nine, number nine. Shotgun Hottie. Shotgun Hottie in race nine, nine seven six and nine seven four. Those of you that don't have all of my plays yet, you can always get them at monstermagician.com. And I'm here at the track, across the street from the track, every single day at the Crosswalk Barn Grill. So you can always come by here, say hello, get the plays, ask me any questions. Have a beverage, whatever you you want to do. You can watch the races right here. We've got them live right here at the Crosswalk Barn Grill, and it's directly across from the main entrance to the track. And taking you out the door, one or less, when you're ready, if you're ready, I'm ready to do it. Go. Let's do it. My best bet of the day, straight up, money on the nose, no place bet, no show bet, all on the nose, guys. If you're looking to fire a big part of your bankroll, race 10, number 12, the ride of a lifetime. Number 12, the ride of a lifetime. You want to stretch out and look for an exact and try. Take the number 12 over the 728, and that's in the nightcap. Race 10 today at the track. Wes? Got it down. Ride of a lifetime. We'll go put some money on the race 10. Thank you, Mark. Have a good weekend. Appreciate it, Mark. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thanks. Mark the Magician joining us. Thank you, Joe. Ready to go make some bets. Ready for a big weekend. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap up hour number one. We've got some stuff we got to hit over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Some questions over there. We'll take some phone calls at 661-1037. Arkansas at LSU tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock. Talk with Matt Moscona at the top of the hour. Find out a little bit more about those Tigers. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds. Need a new set of tires? Or maybe your car is making a noise that is waking the dead. Payday is still two weeks away, or maybe you're waiting on your tax refund. We've all been there. 
Your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot understands. That's why we offer several finance programs. Maybe your credit's not as spotless as you'd like it to be. Our understanding staff can help. All this and huge savings, too. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Howie, for Valentine's Day, we always want jewelry, but we expect the chocolate and the roses, too. Well, at Robert Irwin Jewelers, we've got all three for you. Spend $99 or more, and you're going to get free box of chocolates and a dozen roses. If you want a diamond heart necklace and a gold rose, only $149. Plus, you're going to get a dozen roses and a box of chocolates while supplies last. I don't expect any less from you guys. Why go anywhere else? It's Valentine's Day at Robert Irwin Jewelers. I don't know. Free financing, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in White. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Do you want more control over your business spending? Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management platform designed to save you time and money. Ramp offers unlimited corporate cards with spend controls you can customize to stop wasteful spending before it happens. Ramp makes expense reports a breeze by automatically collecting receipts and matching them to the right transaction. You'll close your books in hours instead of days. Ramp allows you to see all of your company spend in one place, so you can make quick, informed decisions about your business finances. Plus, Ramp will share insights based on your spending to help you cut costs. Over 15,000 businesses have added up to 5% to their bottom line with Ramp. You can be one of them. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. RAMP.com slash sports. What do you do when the power goes out? Well, now you can do anything you want when you purchase a Generac Home Standby Generator from Generator Supercenter of Little Rock. Come visit the experts at Central Arkansas's only generator showroom located on Chanel Parkway in West Little Rock. We offer a turnkey solution, financing, and 24-7 service. Visit our website for more info at GeneratorSuperCenterOfLittleRock.com. The Standby Power People. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five-buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets. A Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five-buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with Quick Fix only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for problem gambling helpline. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters. It's a company I've used for years for many projects in Inside and outside over the years, and soon you'll be able to say the same, and you'll be happy that you can. I don't know what I'm doing most of the time, but Serta Pro does. They'll walk you through the process, help you pick out exactly the right color paint for whatever room you're trying to redo, and they're going to leave behind a beautiful, clean project. You won't even know they were there, other than the project being done, and your wall's looking great. Each Serta Pro painter's business is independently owned and operated, so get them on the case as soon as possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Yo, remember back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like... Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to Out of Bounds. Wes Moore, Joe Franklin, glad you're with us. Over on the unnamed live fan feedback, unsponsored live fan feedback. You want to get, you want a piece of that? We'll let you have a piece of that. Sales at 1037thebuzz.com. Be a nice little addition for your business. Rusty says, I just checked on SeatGeek. Tickets for LSU Arkansas. One buck. One dollar. Anybody? Come take them. They've come down even more. SeatGeek's desperate to unload those tickets. Whatever we can get. Dollar. Give me a dollar. Over on the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line. Uh, Joe, uh, this guy wants 
you to fill him in on Paradise City. He said, that intro, that's funny stuff. What, 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 what's going on with that? Okay, so Mark the Magician, we know he's a big music fan. And um, he was on when actually we were on the zone at the time. And uh, he was doing some horse picks. And um, he started singing. He, he was just sitting there and he's singing. And we had that. So that's where it comes from is Mark actually singing. I did not know that. I thought he was, uh, you know, the music thing, the buzz uh, karaoke or whatever we, we do. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what that was from, that he participated one year, and y'all pulled that from that night. I had no idea that was from the, the zone. Yeah, yeah. He was sitting down at a broadcast, huh. about to do some horse racing picks, and he started singing, and we had it all. We had the audio for it. Ethan and Atkins says, Wes, you just said this is a game Arkansas should win. But you're not going to put any money on it. Why not? Ethan, that's a good question. <laughs> I guess while I'm saying they should win this game, I don't have enough faith in my Saracen, Bet Saracen account to put some money on it, that they're not, you're not convinced consistent yet. enough. But maybe you taught me into it. I mean, six and a half is a lot. I do like the way they've been playing. I do feel like they've turned the corner. I do know they are playing better. They were playing like trash early in the SEC season. All right, I may put a little something on it tomorrow. You talked me into it, Ethan. I should put my money where my mouth is. If I'm telling you Arkansas should win this game, then, yeah, I think you're right. From the 479, Wes, since you moved to this hour, can you change the name from out of bounds to fourth and one? What does fourth and one even mean? Fourth and one. Is, is it because it be we're one on to four. from one four, to four? But do it vice versa. I, I don't like fourth and one. Out of bounds is fine with me. I'm, we're not changing the name. But I did like the suggestion of freaking more. Yeah, that, that was good. I thought that was funny. That was pretty good. So if LSU wins, this is from the 479, will you say Arkansas is a bottom feeder and a lesser team than LSU? Yeah. I'll, they're a bottom feeder right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, facts are facts. They're at the Bottom of the SEC with Missouri and Vanderbilt just ahead of those two. So that is true right now. Are they lesser? If they lose to LSU, yeah, they're the lesser team. LSU will have a little bit of a home court advantage, but not much. I mean, they're used to shooting there. Arkansas, I don't think the fans are going to provide much of a a home court advantage. Um, But Arkansas still gets LSU at home, too. But like I said, I think this is us. They should sweep them this year. This is one of those games that the result matters because right now in the standings, Arkansas is behind LSU. So you could say that Arkansas is the lesser team going into the game. Now, from the standpoint of a Razorback fan, you're probably not saying that. But, yeah, if they happen to lose the game, you're definitely going to say Arkansas is the lesser team because of being beaten head-to-head and then the record. The record speaks for it. Another one from the uh, five. What is that area code? Five five nine. Where is that? Five five nine. Says freaking Morth. That is awesome. <laughs> Just saying. This is good. I can't remember who uh, who came up with that first when we read it over here, but that that was pretty good. I think it may have just been a number. Also, mm-hmm. uh, five five nine is Central California. Glad to so, have you, Fresno area. Fresno. Glad to have you listening. To Out of bounds. Uh, coming up in the next hour, Matt Moscona will join us. Maybe Matt will uh, change my mind and maybe think the Tigers are a little better than I think they are. They're not. I mean, they are a better team than predicted to be. Uh, after what they went through last year, don't forget Arkansas lost to LSU last year and they had a better team. It was first game of the SEC season. It was the day of the Liberty Bowl. I remember we were coming off that Liberty Bowl high, that crazy game going into overtime, Arkansas winning. We finished all of our TV work up and uh, got in the car and started driving back to the hotel, and we're listening to the game on the radio, and I couldn't believe what I was listening to, just how bad Arkansas was playing against LSU. It was one of those games where I don't remember the score offhand, but it seemed like they scored 50-something points. It was just a terrible offensive game and a terrible way to start the SEC season. And they went on to start, what, 1-5 last year? And, and similar, you know, this year starting at 1-6. But it's almost to the point where you can't look at what happened last year simply because of how these rosters change year to year. And we know what happens at Arkansas like that. And then even LSU, where they, um, they had a lot of players that came in for one year 
and we knew that there was going to be a flip of their roster. So it's it's kind of hard to even gauge what happened from one year to the next because of the changeover in the roster. Arkansas will have, as far as we know, two players on the court tomorrow that played against LSU last year. Two, because Devo and Brazil, as far as we know, aren't playing. That could change, but we've heard nothing to change our mind. Jalen Graham and Makai Mitchell. They're the only two. LSU is a completely different roster, too. Remind me, I'll ask, uh, we, we need to ask Matt how different this team is from last year's team. But yeah, throw out last year. I mean, history-wise, Arkansas has beaten LSU five out of the last seven times. That's, that's a good trend, but it's none of these guys, except for Jalen Graham, Graham and Makai Mitchell. And then Penyon is kind of up in the air. Is you know, did he even play against LSU last year? And will he play against LSU yeah. this year? Yeah, he didn't hit the court against Missouri. That's what I pulled. I pulled the Missouri box score, and I was looking down. And I was like, how many guys even played? And I don't even know if Jalen Graham played. You know, last year against LSU or Makai Mitchell. I'm, I imagine Makai did, but Graham, you know, his playing time was up and, up down, and down, spotty last year. Yeah. So yeah, it's two totally different teams throughout what happened last year. And especially for Arkansas when they went to LSU, throw that out. <laughs> it's a good thing that it's a totally different team. They don't have those nightmares of what happened down there last year. That was that one was hard to explain, and just how ugly it was. It was one of those where I was like, man, this could be a really good day for Razorback fans to get a bowl win and start SEC playoff with a win against LSU. It was one of those games we knew uh, because of non-conference how bad LSU was. They're like in my mind, it was a gimme. It's a layup, and they blow. They went down there, and lost that game. That was terrible. LSU because of their athleticism. Now that's something you can always depend on. LSU being a really athletic mm-hmm. team, and because of that, sometimes they're surprisingly good on defense. You know, it was uh, it was Coach Z earlier this week. He he mentioned LSU, and he thought it was a winnable game, just like the Missouri game, and he said they were similar to Missouri that they're a little bit bad at more athletic than Missouri, but not much. And we saw that was part of the reason Arkansas won. They were the more athletic team against Missouri. They were faster than Missouri. They were quicker than Missouri. That's the case with LSU. Then, yeah, Arkansas should win this game. And, Ethan, I am going to do it. I'll put a little on Bet Saracen on Arkansas to cover six and a half. I don't think I'll take the money line. Not that confident. Is that good enough for you to take the six and a half? Coming up next, Matt Moscona will join us. Also talk a little baseball with Matt. LSU's defending national champions. They got another good team coming back. Some say it's the deepest pitching staff in the SEC. Others say it's Arkansas. Good little battle there. Can't wait for LSU to come to Fayetteville. We'll take some more phone calls. Stick around. Hour number two of Out of Bounds. Next. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a night of heart-pounding action. Pinnacle Fight Night, where warriors become legends. On February 3rd, experience the thrill of professional boxing as top fighters Carlos Nava, 10-0 with six knockouts.